This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. Woo-hoo! And now, the man. Some says great playing Diablo and an avid gamer, but also my dearest buddy, the one, the only, Mr. What's up, man? Hey, man. Did you ever think about, Hi, getting, uh, you ever think about getting Diablo? I'm confident, man. Yeah. I'm honest. I, I just, I just, you know me. Every time, I, yeah. every time you go online, I'm playing COD. True, that's very true. You gotta expand your horizons. You know, it's like it's like reading a book, essentially, except a lot less intellectually stimulating. You know, like do you always want to read the exact same genre, or do you want to? You know, yeah, to be honest, I read fantastic. Bro, I read Fantastic Mr. Fox by Roald Dahl as a kid, like, 27 times. Fucking loved it. I was like, this fox is just a legend. Always trying to get one up on the man. <laughs> Only did I realise later on that, fox, <laughs> that foxes are like a real pest. So as a kid, I was like, oh, I love foxes, the greatest. And everyone's like, no, no, they're, like, really not that, that good. <laughs> oh, I like foxes. They like, they're okay. Uh, yeah. They kill uh, they kill mice and stuff and rabbits. And... Hunting as a fox. Yeah, we've got quite a lot actually in our area. It's super weird. So, mm-hmm. like, we, I literally live in the suburbs, right? Mm-hmm. But the random golf courses and parks we have, they live there. So it's like you know they're kind of still cruising around and doing yeah. the thing. Makes sense. We have a lot of foxes where I'm from in the US. I mean, you don't see them very often, but sometimes you hear them at night if you live near the in the woods, screaming, yeah, crying, dude. They're it's terrifying, man. It sounds like someone's getting butchered. Yeah, like, I know, mate. I know. It's, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not like when you wake up in the morning for the chip, 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 chip. Like, sing your thing, boy. Sing your thing. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get this thing started. Um, so. I want to lead in with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if in a past life that I died on the Titanic or something happened at the sea or whatever. Possible because I come from a long line of fishermen on one side of the family. But the Titanic, and it could may have been I just saw the film too young, watching people sink in it, has always freaked me out. Like bad juju, heebie-jeebies, the works, man. Like, fucking petrified of the Titanic. It's one of those weird things in life, those weird phobias, right? So anyway, obviously a person like me would stay well clear of it. But no, some people are like, I want to go down four kilometres to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine and just cruise around this wreck, which is essentially a graveyard. So... Unless your head's been stuck in the sand or you live in a foreign land where it doesn't come through the news because they're just, you know, not interested in crazy people, we uh, had what was eventually we found out, the self-implosion, which basically means an explosion due to the pressure. 
of a submarine that went down to the Titanic, which cost $250,000 per person. But when we look at it, it wasn't what you would consider to be a Navy submarine like the military. It was this tawny little like water tank box with no seats, a curtain to cover a little toilet, a section for about oxygen for about a couple, well, I guess a couple of days oxygen, and a Logitech joystick computer game controller to 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 send this thing all the way down with no connection to the mothership on on board, so no plugs or tires or anything like that, and uh, disappeared. And then for multiple days, they were trying to see if they could actually rescue it. Now, for those people that don't know where the Titanic sunk, it actually sunk like hundreds of kilometres off uh, what Canada slash America. So it's in like a uber remote area of the world as well. It's not like it was relatively near landmass at the time. So I guess my question, Mr. Philly, is uh, A, what's your thoughts on uh, I'm going to go see the Titanic? And uh, B, what's your thoughts on, on these these punters just like getting on and heading down? Uh, well, let's see. Would I want to go see the Titanic? Uh, no, it's it's just a ship. But like, why do I like what? If, I, I don't I don't actually understand people's fascination with the the Titanic. Like it was a huge disaster at the time okay you know ship sunk a lot of people died ship's still there they sent subs down they took pictures they they've been milking this damn tragedy since i was a kid man i've been seeing these damn fucking titan it's like what's changed nothing everything's the same like i don't understand why people are so interested it's not like the ship's filled with gold or jewels it's just a it's a rotting carcass of something that was built in the early 1900s like I think it was the early 1900s. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, why? I guess if you have like the people who are on the sub who just had like money to do whatever the fuck they want, maybe they thought it was a good idea. Like, there's people buying tickets to go to space when before you know you had to be a trained professional to go do that. So, yeah, I guess it's because one's a billionaire. <laughs> And then the other guy is a, a Pakistani uh, father and son that own this like massive uh, fertilizer commodity conglomerate, you know. And I, and I forgot the other. There was, I think, the French the guy that was was French that was the pilot who had yeah. some connection to the people that died on the Titanic. It was like, you know, mate, you know, that'd make me even more, even more scared. You're going down in a in a rickety little thing with a bloke who's his ancestors are down there that are dead. You know, I'm going to be calling them home. Like, fuck, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? But, yeah, it's just, anyway, keep going, Brosky. So you think just carcass of a thing, nothing really there to see, just basically rich people spending for a joyride. Yeah, I mean, I would, do you have any interest to go see the Titanic? I just like, yeah, like I said, bro, it's it's bad juju for me. I, I, yeah, I just, no, I, I, it freaks me out. But I mean, there must be even, like, let me think of something else that would be. Uh... Well, yeah, a lot of people do. Let's 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 take me out of the equation and just say a lot of people have this almost morbid curiosity with it. Uh, and I think the fact that it's so far down, I think 
I think that's one of the things that 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 that's the appeal. Mm. Is it? It's like it's it's four kilometers down the bottom of the ocean, so you, part of you would just be thinking like the fuck, like how is it that deep? But apparently, like for me, it's it's not even in comparison to 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 the world depth of oceans. Not even that deep. Like there's yeah. things like the Pacific Ocean, which is like it can go like two three times deeper. You know. But it's it's yeah. apparently like when you're down there, it's the equivalent of like a Empire State Building worth of lead, like pressuring on the on the metals. And I, I was reading this interesting. Well, my mum was actually telling me this interesting story mm. because it's not just this submarine, but it's uh, like Russians do it and French and whatever. Yeah. So it's quite a, a quite a common thing. So in the Australian radio, they had a scientist on board that did it uh, with Russians. So he goes, like, even even this box with no seats and, you know, a toilet was like luxury compared to the Russian one. The Russian one was just, you know, old school, old school Soviet style. And he said, so we were on board with this Russian uh, submariner who was, like, unbelievably experienced, right? And he said, "What people don't understand when you go down to the to the Titanic is 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 because of the ship snapped in half. First of all, you've got all the rust, so you've got this just constant amount of like rust and metal and bolts and whatever flying off at you. Mm. And he said, secondly, there's miles of cables. So he said, there's all these wires and cables and everything like that that you can get stuck in, right? Mm. Uh." And so basically, long story short, is they got stuck in the bottom of the ocean, all powers out, like, and and he said it was a surreal experience because you realise if you panic, you use more oxygen. He said it's the worst thing to be a scientist in that situation because you know more. So, you know, if I breathe too much, then there's less air. You know that, like, you know, the combustion of the... The yeah. weight will do this, so you know you 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 you're sort of freaking out more. And what was an interesting thing with this art, with this this news program, was the concept of death, because he goes, you, your body adjusts to the point where you're like just at at peace, like you know you're gonna die, you know you've probably got three days left, so your body almost it's like a morphine. Just kind of relaxes and kind of accepts its fate. Obviously, this guy's lives to tell the story. So he said, What happened was, he said, the Russian guy, he goes, It's a lesson in life. He said, The Russian guy never gave up. Never. Like, you know, let's say one day or two days, never get constantly trying mm. this, trying that, just never phased, right? Mm hmm. So he said, we're stuck there in the dark, can't breathe, can't talk, can't do anything for fucking ages, accepted death, and then lying of a hole, do, 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 do. He said, we get to the top, and he said, the the Russian guy doesn't speak any English, right? Mm -hmm. But he said, <laughs> when, when we're just about to hit the surface, the Russian the Russian submariner turns to all of them and just says in like thick accent, no problem. No problem. <laughs> it gets about the fucking boat, man. 
But, I mean, that was what people were also going through with this submarine issue. Like, we all, well, not we all, but a lot of us were thinking, what if we were in that situation? Like, how would we kind of react to it? How would we? I mean, look, would you ever want, I know you said you wouldn't want to, but would you ever want to put yourself in a, in that kind of potential situation doing, but like, even if you were to do your due diligence on this ocean gate company right now, there's all these things coming out saying the materials they used were insufficient that got the CEO bragged about not, you know, like breaking some rules and building his cell. If all that's true, I mean, it probably wouldn't have been too hard because some of it's quoted from his interview. So you could listen to that and be like, well, okay. Um, Maybe it's not a good idea to get into a fucking metal pill and go to the bottom of the ocean to look at a, a destroyed ship with this fucking guy who controls a submarine with a damn Xbox controller, practically. Like, maybe that's not the best. Maybe that's not the best idea, right? Maybe I shouldn't do that. But if you sign up for it and you sign the waiver and you go do it, like, on the one hand, it's horrible, right? On the other hand, it's like if a guy goes free climbing and gets halfway up a giant fucking mountain and then slips and falls off and isn't strapped in or anything. Yeah, I feel horrible. But then at the same time, I'm like, nobody made the dude climb halfway up the mountain. Just like nobody made these people get into that fucking metal pill and go all the way down. Like, I understand. Whatever happened to looking at someone and being like, well, that's just natural selection. You know, like you, you, of course, it's sad that people pass away, but it's more sad when they pass away because they like if someone's crossing the street to go to work and they get hit by a car, that's devastating. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. If they look both yeah. ways, they're just good. Like, there's nothing wrong with what they did. But if they decide, you know what, I'm gonna cross a busy highway and I'm gonna make it to the other play, uh, to the other side and play the, you know, the fuck. You remember see that movie Dodgeball? If you can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball kind of thing. And he throws <laughs> them in the middle of the fucking highway and they do that and the guy gets hit by a car. I mean, okay, the guy's dead. That sucks. But why would it, like what are we gonna do then? You know, like start start reevaluating how we do highways and and the driver who hit him. It's like, dude, if you jump in front of a car that's going 60, 70 miles per hour, a busy highway, multiple cars, and you get hit, that's your own fault. In this case, they went on some sketchy fucking sub tour with some dickhead who's taught who's who's publicly said in interviews that he's done some sketchy shit. To go into probably one of the the worst fucking places you could go. Like, really, there's no help down there. If something goes wrong, you're pretty much fucked. It's not like if you go mountain climbing, there's a chance. You know, maybe someone could come help you. You never know. Down there. Yeah, it's like, who's some coming? ranger could be around somewhere. Yeah. Down there, who's going to who's gonna fucking help? No one's going to help you. You're done. If, so, if one little thing goes wrong, you fucked up. And is that really the chance you want to take just for a fucking, like, just to go around and brag that you went and saw the Titanic. It's it's you know it was you know it was funny was that uh the Logitech um controller. Yeah. People have started writing Google reviews on it now. <laughs> oh, it doesn't really work under two miles down. A little bit. Not really the best for submarines. Like like people have just been laying into it. I mean, the internet remains unfailed, bro. That's that's the one thing like. 
There was like part of me was like, okay, give a couple of minutes of respect to the family, you know. But afterwards, you're like, what the fuck? People, people like sending pictures of water tanks, like, oh, let's go to the Ohio River down the bottom, for two thousand five hundred bucks, and see a nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, <laughs> dude. But the reason they're joking is because the situation, while sad, is legit. Like, it's it's just the peak of stupidity. Right? And I mean, the CEO was a bit of a fucking card anyway. Did you listen to some of the stuff that he says? I think he said in one interview he doesn't want to hire 50-year-old white military experienced submarine pilots because they're not going to inspire the younger generation to get into marine engineering. It's like, what? You're you're running... I'm just reading the New York Post. Logitech US listed shares have fallen 3.4% since the news broke. The shares, which had plunged as much as 11% on Wednesday, were recently trading at this. It's most commonly used as a controller for video games and the PlayStation console. That is Amazon listing the rah, rah, rah. Yeah, dude. It's, like, why are they the going listing, down? They didn't do anything the wrong. The listing question and answer section has already been inundated with sarcastic theories. Can I use this for my submersible? What would you recommend <laughs> this controller for piloting for a tourist submarine? Asking for a friend. Thanks. It's ridiculous, dude. It's it's so controller site for submarine. Another penned in a poor review, which nearly two hundred others voted was helpful. Do not use this for steering a submarine. Huge mistake. People <laughs> yeah. just go nuts. Because because people realize how go on of these for my submarine expeditions to the bottom of the ocean or the depths of hell. It worked great for Sonic the Hedgehog, so I'm surprised it didn't work out. Please go look, Coast Guard. Thanks. <laughs> I, thought, I purchased this control to pilot my homemade submarine. I'll get you posted. I love finding economic solutions to my problems, and boy, did I strike the jackpot with weight. What's that sound? <laughs> Oh my god, people are brutal. Yeah. I had a friend who swore by his F710 and I kept telling him, bro, one day those batteries are gonna run out, it's gonna kill you. Well, guess who hasn't been heard from in a few days and has caused a massive search and rescue mission? So the F710 is has a better grip than its F3110, but the certainty of not having the controller die mid-use is such an excellent feature. I don't know how anyone can pass it up. I can slam dunk demons and doom eternal for hours and then take the very same gamepad and plug it into my submersible for a deep sea dive. Then if I'm feeling bored, I can unplug it from my best vessel and put it into my laptop so I can enjoy some nautical subnautica with the fishes. All the comfort of knowing that I won't be sleeping with them when I plug the controller back into my vessel and reach for the surface. Don't gamble on wireless controllers. Oh, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing reviews, bro. So yeah, like you said, it's it's it is in a way like kind of natural selection. Like it, 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 it's a bit crude, and I, I know it's a Christian channel, but you know, there's an old saying: if you, you fuck around, and you'll find out. You know, oh, yeah. like or the or the basically more what they've done: play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, that's the other one. This is just stupid, man. It's just dumb to put yourself in that situation with this fucking clown. I mean, just reading about what the stuff he says is like, it's just not, it's not worth it. Cause again, you have no chance. Something goes wrong down there. You have no, listen, I watched the Meg. Okay. There was a submarine rescue part in that movie and it was pretty damn intense. I don't think, I don't even think it's doable in real life. 
I could be wrong. Maybe that is so how apparently they, they had like secret technology. The the Americans had secret technology, where they which they used to try and check for submarines and the floorbeds. They didn't particularly want to release what exactly it is, but apparently they knew that they thought they thought that it could be a. Well, they they say they we thought it could be an ex- explosion, but clearly they've known like quite a few days beforehand, but. Didn't want to really give the game away, you know? Yeah, they, and why should they? They don't have to. They could just say, hey, I think it might be around here or something like that. But look, I, again, it's just play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Of course, you're upset something yeah, In happened. summary, just leave the Titanic alone. Just yeah, exactly. Let it be. Yeah. Just stop going down there. There's if plenty you want to of do documentaries. Get, camera, the fucking camera. get a VR headset. I'm sure there's some dude who filmed it with a little submarine and it could be like you're actually the submarine going through the fucking Titanic. Just do that instead. There's no reason there's no reason for you to actually go down there yourself, right? Especially as a fucking tourist. Like go to fucking Phuket, man. Be do be normal. Like be a normal yeah, person. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, condolences to the family, but you know, it's hard to feel it's it's hard but to be like the stepson didn't care. He was he was fucking in the uh, he was in the uh, OnlyFans chick asking for nudes and to be his face sat on. But then he got an argument with the rapper Cardi B because she was like, You're being disrespectful to your dad, you're at a Blink 182 concert. Well, that stepson just didn't give an F. I think I think how many women are gonna be coming into his DMs now that he's a billionaire? Well, you don't know that. You don't know how the how he uh structure is. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be so sure. But yeah, oh yeah, I, especially stepson. Stepson probably not as much chance. Oh yeah, I would think not. But you know, let's I don't understand. Like, I I feel like this they did this as a distraction to something else going on, which I don't know what that is. But like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, they put themselves in that situation. It's not as if they were doing something that we do every day and it wasn't their fault. And it's not you know like people who work in a mine, especially in third world countries where they don't have a choice. And then there's like a cave in. Of course, I feel bad for them. Like they're trying to feed their family. What other job can they do? They're sort of forced to do it, right? I, I, I want the best for them. They're simple people just trying to make a living. Here you got billionaires throwing cash and doing stupid ass shit. Then something goes wrong and then and then what? It's national news for like four or five fucking days. Like Yeah, I had a I had a friend I had a friend in Pakistan and I think he just wrapped it up beautifully. He goes, People are starving. people are starving. Yeah. People are struggling to ends meet. People are really doing it tough in this world at the moment. And this bloke's spending two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go see his yeah. shipwreck at the bottom of the ocean. When he could be giving it to help people out. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I think most actual normal people think. It's like, why the fuck should I care about all these rich ass people who did this stupid thing and it went wrong? And it was clear that there were some red flags just from listening to the guy who runs the company speaking. Versus there's so much other shit going on in the world against people who, you know, didn't sign up for it and sign a waiver. Yeah, pay, pay, it's you know, and like <laughs> I was talking about this. I was talking about this in because uh, I know a fair bit of business into into Bangladesh, right? Yeah. And in Bangladesh, so clinker clinker for those that don't know, like clinker is like used as the cement to make it, right? So they've got like bag cement and bag clinker, which they use for their construction. So what happens is that the barge comes in. These blokes, uh, these uh, females, so these people are like carrying these massive bags on their back. 
over some rickety like wooden plank, yeah. right? Hunched over. If they fall, it's like what was he saying, my mate? It's like a five six meter drop. So they're either going to drown or be seriously injured. And this is their day that they're doing to earn just enough to have a, a, a plate of rice. Yeah. And so they're literally carrying these jumbo bags of cement back and forth amongst hundreds of people, uh, you know, with the boss man cracking the whip. And then you just think to yourself, what, fuck, what? <sighs> I mean, the luck of the draw of where you're born in life is really something, man. Like, yeah. the older that I get and the more that I live and the more that I travel and the more that I experience, it's like, look, I don't rub my religion in people's faces, but for me, I'm like, wow, like, God really blessed me. Like, God really blessed me being, being you know, born born in Australia with all the opportunities that I have because it, it must have been the narrowest roll of the dice and, you know, the book of creation that you could have gone another way, you know. Yeah. And in a way, I kind of understand the Hindu belief of like, yeah, my life's kind of shit this time around, but if I do good and I be nice, then, you know, the next life's going to be better sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then that also kind of reinforces to, to me what we were talking about before. It's like, okay, I get I get you're a billionaire. And, and in, in many cases, hats off to you because you did really well and you worked hard and, yeah. and, and whatnot. And so, I yeah, it's your money. Right, you're not judging me on how I'm spending my money, so vice versa. But surely they must get a point. We're like, you know what? I probably could help out those punters in 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 Bangladesh. You know, yeah. maybe set up a business, maybe microlend them. Maybe you you kind of like me, where you don't believe in just giving handouts to everyone. You know, people got to earn and be creative and entrepreneurial, and you know, set up social clubs or whatever. It is. But yeah, it's just I don't know, man. I just, I just think that the excess that we're seeing in this world is just, it's, it's, it's sickening, you know. Yeah, it really is, man. It's, it's getting too much. I mean, I see it in my neighbourhood where, where I live. You know, I, I grew up. Like, I've talked about it before, you know. So I grew up and it was kind of near the beach and near the city, and it was just, it was just far enough out of the city that my dad could have a local office in, and you know. Yeah. And it, and it was there's still a bit of difference, like to my uncle that was a taxi driver and whatever, and my my other uncle that's a, was a diver for the ports at the time. You know, they were like super, super, super working class. My aunt's a teacher, but now like when I go to the the shopping strip, it's like people are just so crass with their wealth now, uh, and 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 social media is going to put this onto absolute steroids. That it's kind of sickening, you know. It's yeah. like, it's like sickening. It's like people, people in the burbs that they 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 can't afford the interest rate rises. I talked to a buddy of mine. He's like, I can't go to the bakery anymore because the bread's too expensive, and I'm I'm we're on one salary with my wife, and I'm staying at home looking looking after the two kids, and it's like I can't really afford anything for him anymore. Yeah. And then you can come to my area, and people are like. They're walking around with thirty grand handbags and driving Rolls Royces, and mm -hmm. then they're like, "Oh, but the world's going to end from climate change, so we're going to vote for a climate change party to like, you know, whilst they're consuming everything that's destroying the fucking planet, <laughs> you know." 
And I, yeah, like I said, I, I think maybe it's something we can look at for another podcast later on because we'll keep things moving. But, yeah, something needs to be done about this wealth. And interesting, apparently in social media, they're saying that teenagers now, there's double the oppression, double the amount of depression in teenagers since social media has been created. Yes. Yeah, what do you think about that, Chestnut? Yeah, I, I, of course, right? I mean, before you didn't have so much... Like, it was hard to be jealous, you know, or to have a, um, or to covet other things. Like, you, you of course, would, but your circle of, I guess, is covation a word? I don't know. Uh, what you could covet, the circle of people you knew was so much smaller that it was sort of like, all right, maybe you see one or two really super wealthy people and you're like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But now it's just like constantly blown in your face. And not only that, it's like, okay, most of the people you're watching act like they're rich. They're not actually rich. Like you read a lot about these influencers and shit. They rent a lot of this stuff. Like they rent the cars. They try to get like free photo op there. They don't actually own any of it. They just use it to make it look like they're living this high, high and fly life. And I think for girls especially, it's horrible. I don't know why. Oh, it's horrible, man. My sister's a neurosurgeon. Yeah. She, my, my sister's a neurosurgeon. She's like millions, right? And just, I'll, I'll hand it back to you in a tick, but just to make the point on that, she was on its social media, right? It's attractive, everything she wants, first class, money's no issue. And she was like, I felt so insecure and shit about myself because everyone was just like in Learjets and I wasn't. So, you know, it happens even to wealthy people. Anyway, back to you, broski. Yeah, I, I, I think girls are a little bit more um, sensitive or they judge themselves more harshly. So if they see a girl who probably had most likely had a lot of work done, so she looks like, a, you know, um, in some cases like a model. And then they're pretending like they have all this money and all these guys are after them and they're being jetted around the world and all these things. I mean, of course, what girl's not going to want the easy life of, you know, Oh, let's go out, have fun and meet rich guys and party all the time. Like, and then when you're a girl, you kind of look at yourself and you're like, oh, well, here I am. And, uh, you know, uh, some fucking city in some state or country where that's not happening to me right now. And I'm so ugly because they're so pretty. Uh, I'm so poor. They have all these things like that's I, I think that's how how girls are. They're constantly comparing themselves to other women. I don't There's think a lot guys, of body shaming going on. Yeah, I mean, that's always been around, but it's, I think, worse now than it used to be because of how interconnected everything is. So the standards are getting set, like, way higher. Whereas before, like, um, you know, your circle of who you knew wasn't really that big. And even then, if you even if you're in a city, like, sure, there's a lot of people around, but 99% of them, you don't deal with them. Like, you have your own small circle of friends, small family. You usually met people through family or friends or church or, you know, what, you know, religion or whatever you are. And that's how you met people. Now it's like, oh, I can go on Tinder. I can do this. I can do that. You're constantly being bombarded with, oh, you have to buy this. You have to own this. Oh, look how great I am. Oh, you're not doing this. Oh God, you haven't made it yet. This is what you should be doing. It's just constantly putting you, it's just constantly putting them down. And, but then also hooking them on, I, I, there must be I'm sure there's something around that's like a like a some mental thing that kind of makes them feel bad about themselves, but then also kind of gives them hope that they could maybe get that way. So they keep watching. Oh, uh, the dope, and, dope, dope means whatever it is. I guess. I don't know. But I feel like for girls, it's way worse. I think guys, some guys might care. 
like if I see a dude with like a shredded six pack and like fucking working out a lot, I'd be like, yeah, that dude probably spends all his time in the gym. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to play games. <laughs> I don't mind working out here and there, but oh, I'll lock like a couple like, of froffies in the pub, mate. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you know, yeah. So it's like the dude has different, six uh, the dude has different priorities, right? I think that's how yeah. you look at it. And you know, he doesn't guys, wake up and think, God, I'll have a cold glass of a Bolter XBA in the pub talking shit to the people next to me. He's <laughs> like, I want to eat fucking broccoli and just. Ab crunch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think for guys, it's not as bad. At least for now. I don't know. Maybe it could get worse later. But I think for girls, I think it's, it's getting very... worse. I think it's getting worse. I I, so? I'm starting to see a lot, a lot of people that are starting to get that, like, oh, I don't have this jacket and I don't have this car and really? I don't have this girl. And I, I think I think it's also for and I think I think boys like. Those that still identify as heterosexual men, it's a full-blown identity crisis at the moment. I mean, even for me as a single bloke of kind of latter 30s, like the amount of like um, hurdles that you have to face like mentally each day to keep yourself in check, that you're like, oh, no, I'm not ugly, and no one likes me, and rah, 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 rah. You know, I don't have this, and someone someone's already married with kids, and why I'm not married, why I'm not doing this, and whatever. You know, like I got a good head on me, so you know I plowed through it. But I can quite easily see how people can kind of go, go the wrong direction on it. You know, and they're constantly having to to, to face these hurdles. So now they're even saying, among like you know men younger than me, it's even harder because, you know, I came from an era where it was like it was a little bit toxic, but you were kind of brought up to be kind of real tough and push through shit. But for people that, that, that haven't had that uh, teachings in life, like, yeah, I mean, that's why Andrew Tate and, you know, yeah. what Jeremy Peterson and Jordan. You know, Andrew Tate for me is way too toxic. Jeremy Peterson, 50-50, you know, but blokes blokes now, blokes, like I said, that identify as hetero, they, they, it's hard, man. They don't know whether to go left, right, up or down anymore. And no one's teaching them. They're all just saying, you're an absolute prick. You know, you're responsible for all the ills of society. Uh, I would say that. Uh, you mean Jordan Peterson, right? Not not Jeremy. Oh, Jordan, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, we don't have much time left, but I guess just that's sort of my closing thought on all of it. The reason those guys are so popular is because they tell you not to care about what other people think, which is what social media tries to make you care about, Right. Social media is always trying yeah. to get you to compare yourself to others. Andrew Tate, not that I've really listened to a lot of the stuff he talks about. And Jordan Peterson, I have in the past listened to a decent amount because I, especially during this whole political thing in Canada where they were trying to to uh, uh, police this, uh, his speech um, and he was fighting against that. Um, they they are just promoting you to be the the best you and don't worry about what other people think and don't worry about you know oh this girl doesn't like me because i'm not rich like okay then then ignore her she's she's not worth it right just focus on getting healthy being successful in your job doing what you love and honestly that's the that's the best thing you can do really like regardless of their delivery of how they say it i think the underlying factor is the same is improve yourself and only worry about yourself don't worry about other people like of course be good to other people but focus on improving yourself don't improve yourself for the sake of trying to get a girl improve yourself because you should want to be better and make you the best possible you can be and nat naturally things will come to you 
right? Because you have that positive energy, that positive vibe. And people are attracted to that, right? Whereas if you're just like, oh, I have to get a six pack because if I don't get a six pack, no one's going to want to go out with me. Like people probably still aren't going to go out with you because you're insecure and you have a lot of fucking problems, man. But I, I yeah, understand yeah. where their appeal is. Yeah. And I, and I think just in closing, like, you know, I'm, it's early days yet, you know, I, Recently, I had a girl that you know came along, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, I want to come along for the ride and, and whatnot as well." But that's a very important thing for um, anyone to realize is that you've got to do you and your journey, and be focused on your journey. And it's yeah. more so if you want to come along, okay, cool, we'll see how it goes. But then if yeah. you don't, it's like yeah. you know you can't spend your life going around in circles. You have to move with focus and purpose, and that's you know in life, social, that's in work, that's in spirituality. If you want to go down it um, because, yeah, you know, and I think that in closing that maybe it's not a bad idea if, if you are feeling that bad about your social media stuff and you are feeling a little bit depressed, like switch it off and fucking, you know, go out and explore or, you know, game with the boys. That's right. I'll leave it to you, mate. 30 seconds left. I, I had nothing to add. You, you succinctly characterized everything we've been talking about. <laughs> oh beautiful i'm not not a bad podcaster either brother <laughs> all right man until next time <laughs> see you dude bye